is for goals. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions, as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership, as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hi everyone. Today we're going to talk about goals, why they're important, relationship goals that will grow and strengthen your relationship, and how to set goals together. Because we've probably set goals separately. We've done our own personal goals. Mm. And that could be anything from wanting to eat better or get to the gym more often or get better at work. But when we get into a relationship, we have the opportunity to actually create couple goals. When we have meaningful couple goals, then they can strengthen the bond between two people. Also offer this sense of purpose and direction. So we're actually heading in the same direction together. I think that's really valuable to actually know what each other's goals are as well because it allows us to actually understand each other better it will strengthen that bond together and it will keep the relationship alive rather than stagnant and most of the time if i've seen on instagram i see hashtag couple goals and it seems a bit superficial to me because it doesn't seem to be people actually doing the work which relationships actually need it's you know people in beautiful locations but Real couple goals, it's that day-to-day living and day-to-day of getting along together and being able to communicate really well, settle your differences, understand finances, deal with children. And there's a whole lot of things that happen as a couple that we can actually give more direction to. Make the relationship a priority, stay intimate, keep dating each other, those kind of things that keep the relationship alive. If you don't have couple goals, then you might be like, well, what can a couple goal be? A couple goal could be that you plan to have a date night regularly. And John and Julie Gottman, who are well known for research into marriages, say that regularly having a date night once a week, even if it's not a night, sometime during the day, anytime, where it's time just the two of you, is a really important part of your relationship. So we have a sort of couple goal for us, which is regular time together with no children, where there's no tech, where we're just with each other and we're talking about where we're at and what's going on for us. I've noticed with couples, especially with little kids, they have problems with taking that time out, even if it's just half an hour to go grab a coffee. But it makes such a difference, doesn't it, in your week if you can just set aside a time. And I think sometimes with goals, we get distracted thinking big, like mm. I want to buy a house or an investment property. or I want to save goals. for a holiday. Yeah, they are good goals and they're, you know, things to look forward to. They're very big goals. Whereas I think sometimes we can forget the little goals each week, even down to to keep your relationship alive is sending a text message, you know, a nice lovely text message once a day or something. Sometimes we can forget the small goals which actually make the relationship stronger. Learning about how to make goals together also really useful. We decided while we were researching this topic and looking at goals, actually come together and sit down and write our own couple goals and our own personal goals and then see how they match. And that was a really useful way to see if we're both on the same page. 
Yeah, that was a really good activity and one I would recommend. It didn't take very long and it covered things like finances, household, health, fun goals together, which is important, and personal development. And what we decided to do was each of us would write down a few targets that we had for each of those and then we'd sit down as a couple and work out what we'd like to do together. There is a link in the show description where you can download your own copy to help you set some goals together and also personal goals. And they were really enlightening for me to actually see how many things we actually had in common. And we have a lot of shared values and I think that helps us actually work together better. Yeah, we should get together. (laughs) (laughs) So setting goals means that you have to be pretty specific about those goals. You can't just have these really broad overarching goals without any specifics. As a teacher, I used to teach students how to set goals by calling them SMART goals. So they were specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and timely. And that meant that they were very clear about what you're going to do and how long you're going to do it for. So when I started off and I did my own personal goals, one of the things I really want to do was to swim more often. But if I just say swim more often, then that doesn't really set me to an actual time and how often. So I said, right, I'm going to swim twice a week for 30 minutes, which means to have that happen, I've got to allocate some time to it. I've got to make sure I've got a swim membership and motivated to get out there and do it. The clearer it is, the easier it is to actually stay on track. So when we did our personal goals and we sat down and spent probably 15, 20 minutes just writing down all the things that we want to do personally, then we also sat down and went, right, let's look at our couple goals. Are there things in both of ours that match? And we had a couple of things come up. So we both had the gym on ours and we specifically both had written three times a week for 45 minutes. That's one that we can do together. And it's one that's really clear. So it helps us to stay on task and actually get it done. Yeah. We both also want to meditate every day more, which which is another goal we could uh, do together. But I also like the idea with that one, not only our individual meditating, but meditate as a couple, doing couples meditation a couple of times a week. And I think that being able to work on ourselves and have time to do our own stuff and our own self-growth is important, but we have to also prioritise to do things together as a couple. Part of being in a relationship means not just goals outside of ourselves, which are finances and the household and being on the same page, but it's also those things that allow us to work together better as a couple. So being able to communicate with each other and understand each other, being able to deal with conflict, like our other podcast, Seize for Conflict, talked about how to actually deal with that. And that can be a couple goal that you both set with each other that you're going to work through your disagreements in a more healthy way. John Goodman and his partner Julie Goodman have been working for about four decades to help marriages and help couples have come up with this way to a better relationship they call six hours to a better relationship. And what it is is dividing your week up and really setting a goal to spend a certain amount of time doing certain things. For example? They have partings and reunions. It's when you leave and then when you come back and having these special rituals about that. So for parting, you actually, you know, say goodbye, ask questions and find out what they're doing, spending 10 minutes per week. So it's two minutes a day for five working days. Mm. So it's 10 minutes over the whole week, but really being clear that you do that when we say goodbye every day. When we're mm. leaving each other, we check in with each other. Then there are also reunions. 
and he gives an example of this 20 minutes a day, so one hour, 40 minutes a week. Yeah, so it's five working days. It's a reunion that you enjoy coming home to. So it's only a few seconds, six seconds, he suggests, of a ritual that connects you both when you come home. So share a hug and a kiss? Yep. At least six seconds. Not very long. But then also have a conversation. For about 20 minutes. About, 20 about minutes. your day. So it's something to look forward to when you come home. Mm. And it's like a debrief. And it's also this real welcome home. When I haven't seen you for the day and you come home, the first thing I do is say welcome home. And I give you a kiss and a hug because yeah, I'm, really I'm nice. glad to see you. Yeah, it's like a nice little reunion. He also says that every day for five minutes that we should look at the things that we appreciate in them. And that might be to compliment them, to look for those positive things we see in our partner. When we look at something, when we look for a positive, we will find them. The same as if we focus on the negative, then we'll, we'll see that too. But if we want to bring ourselves together, setting that goal to spend five minutes every day, actually finding traits that you admire in your partner will make them feel more valued. That's a beautiful gratitude, isn't it? It's like you're showing your gratitude to them for what they bring into your life. You know, because they've chosen you, that mm. we choose to spend each day with each other and to acknowledge that, wow, there's some really beautiful things in this person, which means that as we look to the good, then we brings us closer because we, we want more of that in our lives. Remind you of why you chose that person. Then he has another one, which is affection. Five minutes a day. It's not very much either, but it's at the end of the day before you fall asleep, have a cuddle and a kiss. Think of the moments of affection as a way to let go of the minor stresses that have built up over the day together. It's Yeah, it's a reconnection. We've spent a day, we've been doing these things. We come together, we hold each other and good night. One which I love, and I've been reading this great book of his at the moment, which is called Eight Dates. It's really about the dates that you can have with your partner, which are really important to have. Having a date night for two hours once a week. Finding that time. And we've talked about this before, how much we love this. We love the idea of being able to come together and connect with each other and share and do something different. But also during that date night of connecting with each other is to ask questions, turn towards each other. So it's we time and there's no technology. We could have a bath. We could paint together. Mm. It's about the acts of being able to talk to each other and spend that time learning more about each other. This is really important. I'm really passionate about this one because I think this can become really stale in a relationship where you stop dating each other. And just because you have the person, sometimes we stop dating them. Mm, We get too busy with work and kids. Yeah, but date nights are so important to reconnect. And Continue when, dating each other. I really Keep notice when we don't have those. When we don't have mm. time together, just the two of us, there feels like there's a gap. There's a bit of wi- a widening there. Yeah, yeah. His last one is for one hour a week, like a house meeting. So we have a house meeting in a house. Mm. There's all six of us. That's um, two tweens, two teens and two adults. Sit down at a table and just talk about chores and talk about what's been going on and discuss any areas of concern. So it gives us the space to express where we're at. It allows for us to, for things not to build up, Mm. where we can talk about what's actually going on for us so that everyone feels heard. And he suggests doing this just one hour once a week. So you would do this at work because I know when I worked... We would have team meetings. So many meetings. So it, it's viewed as important in the workforce, isn't it, to have team meetings to, yeah, to come make together. things work smoothly? Yeah, to work out what's going on, what's not going on. I worked in education and we had so many meetings. I don't think we actually got a lot done. We don't think of this as one of those meetings. 
It, this is a meeting where you're going, right, this has come up for me. Can we talk about it? So this is even more important because it's your relationship. So he says just one hour once a week expressing or talking about your concerns, your fears. So what you're talking about is holding space. Yes. Which, funnily enough, is our next podcast. So in this episode, we talked about why goals are important. What type of goals there are. And how to set goals together. We really hope that you can find some time to sit down and try this out with your partner and see how effective it is at actually bringing you a bit closer together and also being on the same page. So join us for next time for... H is for holding space. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.